So, uh, this is our first podcast since our big uh, broadcast uh, last weekend. We did a, right. we did two state cup champions games, which was fun, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, really enjoyed it actually, much more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. It was fun, and um, you know there was excitement in the games. One of the games ended in the very last second. Uh, there yeah. was a couple of issues uh, we're hearing. Um, about the quality of our voices. It turns out that uh, it was a little sped up. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a, a, a clip of the show, a clip of our uh, our broadcast. <laughs> uh, I can play it for you. And okay. uh, you can decide for yourself if you think that it sounds a little sped up. All right, here it is. Alvin? Alvin? Alvin! Okay. <laughs> so I think they were right. I think it is a little sped up. All right. Anyway, so we need to figure this out uh, before we do it again. Um, I'm assuming that people don't prefer uh, chipmunk uh, sounding uh, sounding show. So we'll, we will get that straightened out uh, before the yeah. next uh, one. All right. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So just so you know, that wasn't actually from the game. That was uh, a record from 1958. <laughs> so uh, lots of stuff going on in the soccer world. Um, before we yeah. even get, I want to talk about the uh, the Champions League draw. But uh, just before we clicked on our microphones here, I happened to see that the Cubs are now uh, trying to buy Liverpool. Have you seen this? No, that's a new one. Really? So, uh, the Fenway group that owns yeah. Liverpool said that uh, they'd be listening to offers. Uh, Liverpool mm. is uh, for sale. And, okay. of course, uh, Mr. Ricketts and the Cubs had tried to buy Chelsea earlier. And yep. now they're going to throw in on uh, on Liverpool, according to my sources. And as a Cubs fan, I vote no. <laughs> Stay away from Liverpool. Because you know there's not going to be much money thrown into the into the club. That's for sure. So exactly. Mediocrity will be perfect for Liverpool. So no, I think it might work out really well. No, I vote no. Okay, so we have uh, the Champions League draw uh, was this week. And some very interesting matchups, some tough matchups, too. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Um, So we're down to the final 16. This is the knockout uh, round. Uh, Let's go over some of these uh, matchups. Leipzig against Man City. I think Man City got a very easy draw there. Yeah, I think so, too. I I think... uh... Nice, easy passage for them. I don't think they're going to have any any problems at all with Red Bull Leipzig, for sure. Yes. Uh, Bruges against mm-hmm. Benefica. That's a yes. pretty evenly matched game, I'd say. I think so, too, yeah. Again, this is um, – it's, it's always interesting. You know, when I, when I grew up, I was watching back in the old days of the – it used to be the, the European Cup. And before, it was always – Club Rouge. Now it's Brugge. 
seems like every team slightly changes its pronunciation. So oh, that's a double check. Bruger now? Bruger, I believe now. So I, I, it's, it's interesting how things change. But I still think Benfica's got a little bit too much than Bruger slash Bruges. I think it'll be them going through. Okay. Now this next one here is yeah. uh, it's the final from last year. Yeah, exactly. It's Liverpool against Real Madrid. Uh, both of those teams made it all the way to the final last year. Uh, Real Madrid uh, won mm-hmm. uh, over Liverpool. A very tough-fought game, which yeah. still, still hurts. Yeah. Um, neither of these teams are playing quite at that level anymore, I would say. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Real Madrid's off to a decent start in the in their league. Uh, Liverpool obviously been struggling, although things are starting to pick up after a, a good result on the weekend. But yeah, this is going to be a great game. I think uh, both managers are very excited about it, and maybe this might be a might be Liverpool's revenge. You know, they've lost probably more than they beat in Real Madrid. But to be fair to Liverpool, they they've been in three of the last five finals at Champions League level so they are they this might be catch the good team early knock them out and then maybe a good run I'm gonna go with Liverpool I think it might be their year this year even though they've struggled in the league they seem to uh, do okay in the in the cup competitions when these happen and maybe because they're struggling in the league it's even more important for them to do well in this uh, in this competition and the other thing is um, they show up for big games. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. And obviously the reputation that Real Madrid has in this tournament, they've won it the most, they've won it the most times of anybody. Um, yeah. But maybe, maybe Liverpool just catches them at the right time. We'll see. And we'll obviously see. this is all going to be after the world cup too. So, right. so many, so many things can change with players and injuries and, and everything else. So who knows? And we should say that uh, we've got a World Cup special coming up next week. At, uh, That's right. We'll tell you more about that later. Uh, all right, so there's a couple more here. AC Milan yeah. uh, is mm-hmm. versus Tottenham. Yeah. Your thoughts? Two very, yeah, two very, um, I would say, average teams in terms of what they've been doing this year in the league. Definitely up and down in terms of uh, consistency. Uh, I... I I, that's that's a that could go either way. I really don't know who could who could win that one. So if there's if there's a draw, I, and maybe go to penalty kicks, that would be that would be the game I would pick. Okay, now just for people that uh, don't get to watch this uh, every year, it's still away and away, right? I mean, home and away. Yeah, for this that's round. Right. So yeah. you know there are actually two games. Yeah, played. Yeah. All right, uh, Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt uh, is uh, versus Napoli. Now, Napoli played yeah. quite well in that first round. Napoli, I think, is the dark horse in this competition. Top of the uh, Serie A, um, so they are doing fantastically well. Um, I think this is going to be the team that could have a really good run, very underrated, um, and they – blew through the competition in the stages. They actually were at the top of the table with Liverpool finished second. That may be part of the reason why Liverpool's got Real Madrid yeah. in the second round re- in this round. But I think Napoli's going to win this one and go deep into this competition. 
Yeah, I I wouldn't uh, bet against it. Uh, Dortmund uh, is uh, against your boys in blue there, Chelsea. That's probably a pretty good draw for Chelsea also. I think Chelsea can be fairly happy with that draw. Um, Not that Dortmund's going to be pushovers by any means, but uh, I would definitely bet on Chelsea over two two legs for sure. Uh, Inter Milan versus Porto. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, this is a toss-up. I think both teams could potentially win this game. Porto's always at the top of their respective league. Um, yeah, again, a toss-up. I mean, I, I think it might be just Inter Milan just, but could certainly see Porto going through as well. And then here's the other brutal matchup. <laughs> PSG versus Bayern. Uh, now, are you talking about two of the best teams in the world uh, yeah. facing off in the round of 16? That could be the toughest matchup of all. I totally agree. This is just a ridiculous, ridiculous <laughs> final 16 uh, game. I, I just don't know how this is actually going to happen um, because I, I just – it's just a, such a great game in this round. I mean, PSG, obviously, you've got the front three of Mbappe, Messi, and Neymar. I mean, that's going <laughs> to be that's very, all. very... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's arguably three of the best players in the world. But Bayern is just so consistent. They're your typical German team. They find ways to win. Um, and PSG may be a little bit up and down in terms of their being a little bit inconsistent. So... And in, fa- in fairness, go. in fairness, Bayern's been pretty inconsistent this year too. Yeah, so they've been a bit more up and down, but still think that uh, I think I would I would probably go with Bayern just because of their their ability just to win the big games, and PSG hasn't proven that. But I think if PSG wins this one, I think they'll have a deep run. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Bayern seems to they have that mentality that. Uh, efficiency uh closer mentality it, yeah. it's, it seems like they uh they can smell blood seems so. like a german thing to me yeah. you know, <laughs> me- mechanical <laughs> precise the trains yeah. run on time <laughs> so i'm looking exactly. over the the so those are all the teams you might yeah. have noticed there's only one spanish team in the final yeah. 16. There's only one French team. Uh, there are four English teams, four German teams, three Italian teams, and two Portuguese teams, and a Belgian team. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a pretty good mixture. All right, let's yeah. talk about what's happening uh, in the Premier League. Yeah. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? So uh, it's been kind of an interesting season. I know this is a very weird year because we're stopping for the World Cup, uh, which we'll get into later. Um, But as we look at uh, the end of the first part of the season, look who's in third place right now, Newcastle. And they are surging. Yeah, exactly. My good friend, uh, Gary, who's a Newcastle fan, born in Newcastle, He's going to be staying with me this week, and I'm all that's all I'm going to hear. How great they are! <laughs> what they're doing, they're fantastic, and and I've got to give uh, them a massive amount of credit. I mean, they, they Eddie Howe has come in and hasn't splashed the cash that people probably expected. Obviously, with the with the uh, Saudi group taking over Newcastle, that helped in terms of the money and the finances. But he's he's 
is invested wisely. Yeah. And the and the thing that I think is probably the best part about what he's doing with his team is he's utilizing the current players and getting them to play better. For example, Almiron was a decent player. This year he's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and then you've also got Joel Linton, who was a forward all through his time there, moved him back to midfield, one of the best midfielders that they have. And Kieran Trippier, a great signing for them, has been consistently the best, probably the best wing back in the league this year. Um, so when you look at all of the players they've got, and you've got, you know, there's there's numerous other players, Grimaris as well, the Brazilian who's going to be going to the World Cup, and some of the other players, there's just so many good players, and he's got them playing at a high level. Yes. So lots of credit to the manager, I think. Yeah, well, uh, they are playing well. Uh, mm-hmm. Arsenal uh, still up on top of the table, and yeah. they beat Chelsea this week. Um, and I got to say, it, it might be panic time in Chelsea. They're down to seventh place at Liverpool, Fulham, and Crystal Palace are only two points behind. Yeah, it's okay. I think Chelsea's <laughs> going to be fine. No panic stations yet. I mean, we've got we've had a lot of injuries. Yeah, We're that's dealing true. With a lot of different things, goalkeeper all the way up to our outside players, and just not firing on all full cylinders. That's okay. Yeah, I think when Graham Potter kind of gets his true handle on the team, I think they're going to be in good shape. But uh, you know, we we've talked a lot about Arsenal being a pretender and maybe not a contender, I think they are definitely a contender. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no question they have the ability within the team to certainly, you know, and I don't think any of us picked Arsenal as a top four team this year, but they're definitely going to finish in the top. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. Well, that was surprising. But anyway, yeah. so, but I, I, I certainly think they'll finish top four. Um and uh, obviously, you know, when you look at all the all of the players that they have, um, you've got uh, you've got some good people around them. So that's you know they've got they've got players playing at a high level, scoring goals when they need to, and in a lot of ways they dominate possession against Chelsea. So that gives gives you a good idea of how good they are. Yeah, they still haven't played Man City, um, which will be mm-hmm. an interesting interesting match but they have beaten Chelsea and Liverpool and you got to hand it to them right uh, that's right yeah. all, all right let's talk about Manchester United because they were starting to make their way back up and then Aston Villa under new coach uh, Unai Emery comes mm-hmm. in and just smoked yeah. them yeah didn't see that one coming no. I mean, they they always talk about the new manager kind of impact you know they come in and suddenly everybody wants to play a little bit higher level and to be fair that's exactly what happened you know they were when you look at the game itself they scored early uh and then obviously man united got a goal right before half time to try and get them back into the game but they weren't able to do anything in the second half so i know ten Hag was very upset with the performance of the team because um, they just, when you look at their form, they've just been inconsistent. A draw, a win, a draw, a win, and now a loss. So that's that's not the type of form that's going to get you into the top four. Well, I hate to say this, but what's the record with Ronaldo on the field and 
versus the record with Ronaldo not on the field. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good point. Good they made point. him the yeah. captain this past week. I mean, there was a there was a nice wrestling match uh, at one point, but you know, it's just not the same when he's in the lineup. It's hard for um, it's hard for this uh, manager to run his system with a player mm-hmm. like Ronaldo up top. Yeah, because you've got to play a different way. I mean, with with Ronaldo, he's not the type of player that's going to press and chase people down. You know, he is who he is. He's a little bit older. He's the uh, fox in the box. He can finish. He can certainly score goals at the right spots and the right times. So that's going to be a slight change. And uh, if they want to press, Ronaldo's not the guy to do it. Right. Well, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is a nonprofit corporation, official state association and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation and administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. We still have a lot of show. Uh, we're going to find out what's happening in Adam's office. We'll uh, guess the Premier League star. Uh, we'll get Adam's TV tip uh, and so much more. Uh, don't go anywhere. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. I was at the temple on Monday. I was walking into the temple, and I held the door open for a pretty attractive older woman. I'd say she was like in her early 70s, maybe. And she goes, well, thank you. Are you here for the seniors event? Oh, ouch. Oh, let the record show she was kind of hot in a 70-year-old kind of way. So I'm like, I mean, are you listening to what you're saying right now? <laughs> Minutia Men with Rick and Dave, the Tony Lasano podcast, and Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. What would that be, a GMIF? Uh, oh, my grandma? God. oh, my um, God. Stop. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. With Coach Adam. Coach Adam. So, other than uh, the play-by-play on the yeah. state state champions, there we should at least uh, give credit to the teams that won, right? That's right. Exactly. So, we had um, a couple of winners from... Two clubs, so two clubs won two championships. Uh, so congrats to the Galaxy, who were the 15U state final uh, champions and the 19U state champions. Just to give you an idea, both of those teams are the defending national champions. So glad they won the state on their first step towards defending their national championship. And then at 16U and 17U, uh, Chicago Inter were the state champions so congrats to both of those teams there uh we missed that i think that was that last game that we we left for but i um it turned into a bit of a barn burner that 17u game was uh was a 3-2 uh overtime victory yeah and then the 18u winners was fc united uh they came up uh ahead of chicago inter in the final so uh so congrats to all of those teams and uh, they will go on to represent Illinois in the uh, Midwest Championships in June. So wish them all of the best and uh, certainly go to our website, see pictures of the teams and everybody there as well. 
And then also wanted to make a note of this, which I think was really kind of exciting uh, in honor of um, the uh, 18 new girls state cup trophy it was named after charlie dyson so we made that announcement uh, charlie dyson if people don't know too much about him has been involved in soccer in illinois for over 40 years um, he's obviously had a huge impact on the referees illinois women's soccer league was executive director uh, director of the illinois soccer referee committee and uh, was appropriately selected as a member of the Illinois State Soccer Association, Association Hall of Fame. So has had a massive impact in the, in the uh, in youth soccer in Illinois. So congrats to Charlie on having the 18 new trophy named after him. So quite a quite a, a, a accomplishment in that respect. So so yeah, we had a busy time. I Enjoyed thought, it. I thought I saw his wife flow there. Yes, yeah, both him and and Flo were there. Yes, uh, at the at the games. I think they were at the uh, one of the games we were commentating. Actually, okay, great. Well, <laughs> congratulations to them. It's time for another feature. Time now to guess <laughs> the Premier League star. And you know, this is the part of the show where you uh, play along at home and you see if you can uh, guess the Premier League star before Adam does. Mm-hmm. Um, and some weeks it's easier than others. Last week. Uh, he made an amazing quick uh quick work of this game. Let's see if he can do it again yeah. this week. All right, let's see. Uh so this week's star is 29 years old, so he's been around. Mhm. And he's currently playing for his second Premier League team. Okay. Now as we approach the uh World Cup, uh he has 17 caps for the English national team. Okay. Now, I don't, as we do this show, they haven't announced their roster yet, so I don't know if he's on this current roster, but he has been on the roster previously. Interesting. His dad works as a scout for Chelsea, but his son mm-hmm. has never played for them. Okay. Okay. He's a tall drink of water. He's six foot five. Wow. Yeah. His team has a brand new manager. Okay. Brand new manager as in they've just changed managers over the course of the season. Would um, that be Yes. Or was start of the year. So they the manager got sacked, and he is yes. uh, now yeah. part of it. Okay. Um, would he be part of a, an Aston Villa team, potentially? He would be. Okay. And he's been playing as a centre-back most of the season? Would he that be fair to has been, yes. Okay. And that's an interesting thing that he is actually um, – his father was uh, is, is a scout for them. So, because the player that comes straight to mind is um, Tyrone Mings. Would that be correct? That's very good. Wow! I, I chose okay. him because he's the one that got into a wrestling match with Ronaldo in that game. <laughs> if you saw that, uh, yeah. So that was uh, a fun little a fun little one. Yes, Tyrone mm-hmm. Mings. I didn't know that about his dad. Did you? 
No, I didn't. Definitely didn't know that. Um, I know his dad played. I think he played a little bit non-league stuff. Right. But uh, was a decent player. But, yeah, I didn't know he was a scout for Chelsea. I had to chat with those Chelsea folks a little bit about him, see yes. if they know him. I'm sure they do. I'm, yeah, sure, they, I'm sure they do. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. We still have time for another uh, feature here, which is your TV tip we'll get to in a second. But um, wanted a chance to say that next week – We've got a big show for everybody. Why don't you yeah. tell everybody a little bit about what's coming up? Yeah. So, obviously, we are just literally days away now from the World Cup beginning. So, we're really excited. So, uh, we're going to do a little preview of the teams. Uh, we've got a lot of rosters starting to be revealed. In fact, the day of this taping, the U.S. men's national team is going to be releasing its roster today at 4 o'clock. This is on Tuesday, so by the time this airs, you'll probably already know. By the uh, way, I have gonna... a I have an exclusive on that. Okay. Um, I will not be on the team this year. Okay, that's good. Were yeah. you representing Germany instead? I know you do <laughs> citizenship work. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and same thing for me. I yeah. decided to decline the offer right. to play for the United States. Although I could, as a now a naturalized citizen, I've decided to. Uh, I, I'm going to give the young guys a chance. It's I their think turn. It's only, we've had it's our. It's their turn. We've had, we've had our, our moment. Time. <laughs> <laughs> we've had our time. That's right. It's time for the youngsters to to to, to do it. But they'll they'll release a 26 man roster, um, and I'm going to predict. And I think I've, I've been reading a little bit, and I think he's definitely worthy after he's had a decent year this year. Tim Ream. He's going to make the squad this year, and I think uh, I think he could be the player that might be the type of player that uh, US needs in the back. Um, looking at the the players they've got, really got kind of an idea of who they might play. But maybe Tim Ream might be the slight surprise. Maybe playing with Zimmerman in the back as the two centre backs this year. So that's my prediction. We'll see if I'm right. And where is he playing this season, Tim Ream? So he's playing with Fulham. So playing in the Premier League with Fulham. He's been there for quite a while. He's a St. Louis native. Uh, played with uh, the esteemed clubs there, St. Louis Scott Gallagher, as well as played at St. Dominic High School. So those people listening out there, I've had a when I was coaching college, had a few players from that great high school down there. So they've produced quite a few good plays in the past. So I wish him all the best of the luck. I hope he, uh, he makes the team. All right. Well, we'll know by next weekend. So uh, we'll have all that information for you for in our next show, which will be our World Cup preview. Right now, it's time to find out what to watch this weekend. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. So there are some big games coming up. What, uh, what should we watch? Yeah, we've got some big games, and really this is the final weekend before everybody obviously goes their separate way. So this will be our last chance to watch Premier League matches before everybody kind of takes off. Um, so when you look at the, the games, um, there's, a, there's some good ones. I think Saturday the majority of the games are on. Um, obviously, if you like those early matches, the Man City-Brentford game would be a good one to watch and and certainly Liverpool, Southampton. Southampton, if you remember, our favourite Austrian just lost his job. Yeah. Um, so Ralph. Um, yeah, Ralph is out. So they're looking at a new manager. So they may have a new manager in place by then. But I think really there's only one game. And again, 
I always kind of preface this. It's not because I'm a Chelsea fan, but I really want to see Newcastle play, and they're going to be prime time on NBC. So this is the game of the week. Newcastle versus Chelsea, 11.30 kickoff on NBC. Are Newcastle the real deal? We'll find out to see. At Newcastle. Against you. At Newcastle. At St. James's Park. It's going to be a cracking atmosphere. The Londoners come in, see if they can uh, put a halt to this great run that Newcastle's having, um, and see what happens. You know, when you look at it, you know, Newcastle's unbeaten in their last five. Chelsea haven't won in their last two, in their last four, actually. So something's got to give. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, too. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White provides a great travel soccer program for kids of all ages. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with our big World Cup preview of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity minutia men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.